The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your hosts, Alan and Jonathan, Bernie with Gamer News, Aurora Monroe with the weather, and Happy Gilmore with sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Alan, our top story today is DC's streaming service has an official name and uh, a list of shows that are going to be coming out and when they're going to beta test it and then when it should debut for everybody. Nice. Uh, yeah. So as we spoke before, spoke about before, um, Warner Brothers is uh, creating a DC uh, a streaming service, much like Netflix, much like uh, CBS All Access and the forthcoming um uh, Disney streaming service, which we don't know a lot about yet. Uh, Warner Brothers is focusing on DC Universe properties. It's actually called DC Universe, so the streaming service will just be the, called the DC Universe. Uh, it's going to premiere with some original shows, uh, live action shows, and some uh, cartoon shows. Uh, the live action show will be Titans, uh, which will obviously be based on Teen Titans. And uh, a third uh, cartoon will be Young Justice Outsiders, which is the third season of the very popular Young Justice uh, cartoon that was on Cartoon Network a few years ago. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, did you ever watch it? Was that uh, called Teen Titans Go? Was no, it, it was that? called Young Justice. Oh, Young Justice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a few years ago. It was really good. Hmm. And for some reason, they canceled it after two seasons. And it, had a really, it was very popular. Uh, so they're bringing, back, they're bringing it back for a third season called Young Justice Outsiders. Um, and that'll be available on the streaming service. Uh, and they're also talking about a um, a Doom Patrol TV show, live action, and a Swamp Thing. I believe that's live action too. Yes. Fabulous. That's exciting. Yeah. And when is this stuff? When is this going down? Uh, beta access will open in August, um, and the platforms uh, planning to launch in the fall. Uh, but I think what's really cool about this is. Everything DC Universe related will be well it looks like will be available on this service. You're talking um, Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, the Superman films, the Batman films, um, like Superman from like the seventies. Oh right. Uh, the original Wonder Woman TV show will be available. Wow. Uh, um, they're also going to have a, um, a curated library of DC comics where you can um, download actual comic books. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, and watch them. I, well, not watch them on TV, but, you know, read them. I guess, well, they're going to incorporate a comic book reader is what I'm trying to say, um, which I guess would probably work best with their app, with the uh, with the app or, or with, uh, like, an iPad or something like that for so, mobile devices. So basically. is it going to be, like, kind of like Netflix where you subscribe to their monthly service and you have access to their whole library of everything, DC related? Well, yeah, what what they put out, what they make available, but it looks Son like they put a, a lot of yeah. It's gonna be, especially. I think this comic book thing is really, really awesome because I know Marvel has an unlimited thing, but they don't offer everything they've ever put out. Um, it says uh, they're gonna yeah. So the the digital the mobile devices will uh, the app will include a digital comic book reader, uh, and they'll have things from like action action comics number one to recent stories. Hmm. Um, There'll also be uh, a DC encyclopedia, speedy, I don't know what we're to encyclopedia, a moderated space in which members can interact, and a DC collectible store where you can buy exclusive merchandise. Wow, that's so, crazy. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, I mean, they're really going whole all in with this thing, and I think it's pretty cool. I might actually uh, subscribe to this bad boy. 
did it say in the article what their monthly plans are going to be like price wise probably not huh uh no they'll probably announce after beta testing uh, right true because they'll have to you know they'll probably put out surveys and such to see what people are willing to pay what's youtube red going for that's like 12 bucks, I, is it? I got, honestly, I don't even know. I took my <laughs> month, I, I took my free month and tapped out. Cobra Kai. Um, yeah, there's going to be a Harley Quinn cartoon also. Oh, that's cool. Um, it'll be available at launch on iOS, Android, Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Android TV, as well as the web and mobile devices. Hmm. Uh, to learn more and register for an opportunity to beta test, visit DCUniverse.com. Guess where I'm going after the show. Boom. I would love to beta test this. Heck yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. Like, I was like kind of whole home on it because you know we spoke even last week a couple of weeks ago about all these different services and and um, you know like every time versus an older show or movie, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'd love to watch that again. I'll type it into Google. I'm like, oh, where can I watch so and so? Like, Sakara Two is coming out tomorrow, so I wanted to see where I could see Sakara One, and it's pretty cool. If you just type that into Google, it'll come up with you know you get off of iTunes, you get off of here. But it's not anything I, I, I stream yet. I'm like, man, I want to have to buy nine services just to watch a movie. <laughs> um, but this DC Universe, and, and that, the thing about this is what, what you're going to see as they get more and more niche, like the DC Universe ones, you're not going to see the Batman, Dark Knight movies, or, this, or the Warner Brothers DC movies. They're going to probably pull them off of Netflix and all that stuff, you know, and just stream it on their service. So you can only go one place to find them. Yeah, it's you possible. Because, but didn't Marvel... They're doing something like that too, and I think there's rumors that the current Marvel shows, like your Jessica Jones and whatnot, I believe they're staying. Yeah, well, I think I think Netflix has a piece of those. That's mm, why. I see. But I, I'm, we're talking about the Disney streaming service. I think when the Disney Street streaming service is up and running, the Marvel movies won't be going on Netflix or anything like that. I think mm. you'll see that, yeah. uh, as well as the Disney movies. So. It's really, I mean, it kind of stinks in a bad way because, you know, for people like us who are into a lot of different, you know, um, um, genres of not, well, genres of things, you know, now we have to buy like nine different channels. You know, if you want Marvel, we have to buy the Disney Channel. If we want DC, we have to buy DC Universe. You know, if you want Star Wars, we want Disney too. Yeah. Well, I forget, I forget DC, uh, Mar- um, uh, Disney owns almost everything, so actually it's not that bad. <laughs> they really, really do universe. own everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we need the Star Wars channel. No, we don't. They're in Disney. Um, yeah, but I'm excited because, I mean, the Justice League animated cartoons, the, um, uh, you know, Batman animated Superman. I mean, remember, DC were learn great. And their animated movies. Ah, come on. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, so I'm real. I'm kind of excited about this. I'm definitely going to try to register for a beta test of it. Cool. Right. You can give us a review right. if it's worth doing. What about you? You think you'll buy it, or you'll, you'll wait and see what it looks like? I'm gonna wait till you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bastage. All right. Our next story. Yeah. Hey, Indiana Jones number five, directed by Steven Spielberg and obviously Harrison Ford, has been pushed back possibly another year. Uh, supposedly, another uh, possibly another year. Yeah, because oh. uh, Spielberg is working on a couple movies, West Side Story, and this other um, historical drama that he's working on, and also the fact that, well, it, this is where it gets kind of confusing. Uh, per the article, Sci-Fi Wire here, it talks about um, that they did have a guy, David Keop, do the first draft of the movie, and I think what's kind of like also stalling this film is the fact that, um, oh, what's Kazan's son's name? Jonathan. Jonathan Kasdan either is coming on board to either polish it off or there could have been 
uh, a draft that he actually written and they're not too sure about using it. Because remember, Jonathan Kazan is the one that actually pinned the solo movie. And dead, yeah, yeah. And, and the dad helped out, but I think Jonathan did the, the bulk of the writing, and uh, and I think that kind of uh, maybe put a bad taste in the mouth. I'm not too sure, but in any event, this whole franchise, I was really looking forward to this. Kinda, you know, the the Crystal Skull, that was terrible. <laughs> um, so terrible, you saw it three times. <laughs> well, I did. I, I told you my theory on on how to watch this movie, right? Like how to do it correctly. Did I tell you that know. one? All right. No. Oh, maybe I'll tell you off here. No, I'll tell you right now. What the hell? You know that movie is terrible. And I remember when I went home, there's something weird about watching that movie. And then uh, on my TV, I I I turned off all of the color and all the saturation, and I made it like a black and white movie. And right. it actually, I liked it. It was weird. You know, I don't know what what changed about it, but to me, it felt better that way than to watch it in color. I don't know if that. Yeah. I don't know, but the refrigerator scene was stupid. There's a lot of things that were stupid about it, but at least at least I was able to watch it um, differently. But in any, any event, look. I'm, well, I'm glad that worked for you, but uh... <laughs> no, I'm saying it's still terrible. It's it's it's, <laughs> it, it's bad. But I remember putting it the black and white. I'm like, hey, this is not so bad. And as the movie rolled along, it's like, well, this is this is pretty bad. But anyway, Jonathan, what do you think? Harrison Ford currently is 75 years old. His birthday is next month. He'll be 76. Push off another year. What right. They weren't. Has- they, well, they weren't going to start filming till next year. Yeah. And he would have been 77 when they started filming next year. If they push it back another year, he's going to be 78, man. Yeah. He's, he's I mean, there. at this point, Indy 5 is, has to be about someone else besides Harrison Ford. I think I, I agree with you. I think that's the direction they're going to take. They're probably going to use Harrison Ford as some backdrop to, to, to kind of glue the story. But it's maybe going to be him moving on, talking about somebody else. Because there's rumors that, that Spielberg was talking about maybe changing indiana jones into a, a female character you know maybe right. his daughter or niece or wh- whatever you know but if they're going to keep on with this franchise because disney owns it you know i'm sure that they're they're going to want to keep their franchise going somehow some way with it they're, i'm sure they're going to go in a different direction but yeah i agree with you i don't i can't see him i can't see him doing this movie anymore yeah i don't know yeah and Spielberg's getting old too he's gonna be like 74 by the time they they, they get all this going. So, um, look, we both want a great Indiana Jones movie, but I think the longer they push this off, the, the less likely it's going to be great. Unless they totally reboot it with, like, a Chris Pratt or a female or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think it's time to... Uh, you're a much bigger Indiana Jones fan than I am, but you might have to kind of... You know, put the put put the dog Indiana to sleep at this point. He's suffering <laughs> too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. I, like I, I said, if if they have a, I think it was like the young Indiana Jones series. He had a they had a, a scene with Harrison Ford, in it, and he, he's just basically he's older, but he's just sitting there telling a story. You know, so if they took that route where he's telling the story, and but the movie's about somebody else or a younger version or the right, know, who knows. Well, I think it'd be funny if, if it's if you get Harrison Ford talking about a, a story about himself when he was younger, and then when he flashes back, it's Chris Pratt. <laughs> That's <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Look, I look a little different back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's basically what's going on with that. So I mean, I was excited that at one time they were going to talk about it, but boy, pushing it off, he's definitely aging out of the character. You know. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Look, we're not the ones that. 
I mean, would you go see it if he's 78 years old or whatever? Um, sure. I mean, I, I, I'm definitely going to see it, you know, it's just, and, and you know, listen, when they did the Crystal Skull, you can easily tell that they use a lot of stunt doubles for practically everything. You know, thank God he has a fedora, you can hide his face. But, but you, you know, remember, I, I remember when, when the movie came out, you saw it before me, and I couldn't wait to hear your review, and I don't know if you remember, but you were, your voice was almost so, like, a combination of in shock and sad. <laughs> and you were like, his clothes don't even fit him anymore. That's right. <laughs> I totally remember You were so sad. Yeah, the clothes weren't right, and you can tell he, his, his back hurts, too, because his posture was too rigid. It's like, oh, my God, he can't even stand anymore. Yeah. You know? But, uh, and who are the bad guys? I mean, they had communists and aliens, and the last one was the bad guys. Who the hell, who, who are going to be the new bad guys? I don't know. I mean, if it's happening after Crystal Skull, I, I, Russians still, I guess. I don't know how yeah, far guess, uh, how far forward you can go. Huh. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. 78 years old. I mean, geez, we're going to be pushing 50 at that point. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess I guess it's a wait and see with Indy 5. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, and our next story, Alan, Disney and Kathleen Kennedy? Question mark. What? Well, what you got? <laughs> well, what's going on with, with Star Wars right now? And and the, a lot of this is 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 rumors and stuff uh, in regards to the state of the Star Wars franchise itself, with Kathleen Kennedy helming it. Um, they're saying that a lot of the backlash happened with Solo, that the fans were actually doing what they did with Fantastic Four. You know, people were actually purposely not hitting the movies to kind of like um, um, stick it to them, you know, I guess. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. Stop. Wait. What? They they think people were purposely not going to Fantastic Four to stick it to them? No, no, no. They Remember they did that with... Fantastic Four was an awful movie. <laughs> right. No, no. Remember people purposely weren't going to that movie, even though it was a Marvel thing? And they're saying that Fantastic a lot of the fans Four. were doing the same thing for Solo. They were boycotting this movie. Did you willingly see Fantastic Four, that second one? I mean, the third one? The most recent one, the reboot? Yeah. Yeah, I went to go see it, but I don't think people were boycotting it for that reason. They boycotted it because it was a crappy movie. Ah. It was an awful, awful movie. It was an awful movie, dude. No, I got the impression that a lot of people weren't going because they were trying to force their hand to get to... To give it to Marvel. To give it to Marvel, Marvel. yeah. I, I think that that played a big part of it too, because when it when it when it failed, it was like the internet was rejoicing, like, oh, now this is their chance for Marvel uh, to get it back again. I think that was a byproduct. That was a really, really like that was a super bad movie, dude. All right, I'll tell. That I was a super bad. Okay. Anyway, yeah. um, so they think Solo was doing it. Why? Why would people boycotting Solo oh, to because, get rid of? I mean, well, to get rid of Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, because of the direction of the Return yeah. of the Jedi and this whole soul debacle and Last stuff. Jedi. Last Jedi. Oh, sorry, the Last Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi was good. Um, <clears throat> so they're doing things like that, and it looked like the CEO of Disney, again rumored, reached out to people like Kevin Feige and and other big wigs in, in the you know the movie industry, and uh, they're having a tough time with this one. And and like we talked about last week about rumors that they are halting all the the Star Wars stories movies. Uh, but apparently it looks like they're maybe just tapping into one more, maybe Kenobi, you know. Um, but other than that, they, they've really put everything else on hold until until how this next movie comes out next year. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, do you think Kathleen Kennedy has anything to do with the state of Star Wars right now? Oh, absolutely. She's the head of Star Wars. She's, she's the one making decisions. She's the one, her and Ryan Johnson are buddy-buddy. 
She's the one that allowed all to happen. All, 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 what he was, you got to remember, because of what Ryan Johnson did, you had Mark Hamill being like, this isn't the Luke Skywalker I know. And who knows Luke Skywalker better? And then you have Colin Trevorrow, who did the, who just wrote the, the most recent Jurassic Park. He was, I think, let go, but I or he stepped, but I think he wanted to step away anyway, because he had written a, a, a draft for Episode Nine, and he's he has come out and said when I saw where they were going with Episode Eight, I my Episode Nine didn't work anymore, or something like that along those lines. Hmm. Um, so. And Kathleen Kennedy is just, look, there's tons of videos out there as to why Kathleen Kennedy is ruining Star Wars. And it's really hard for me as a fan to watch these things. And because if, if you if you speak out, of, there's, a, there's a portion of the population out there that says if you speak out against Kathleen Kennedy or you don't like Kathleen Kennedy, you're a misogynist. Hmm. And honestly, no, but honestly, I don't, there, are, there are videos out there that are total hatchet misogynistic jobs against her you know what i mean mm-hmm. but then there are videos out there that make very good points as to what she like this is the decision she made this is the fallout from it so i i hesitate to blame her because i don't i certainly don't want to be on that misogyny misogyny train um and they kind of the thing is those guys don't understand how if they have truly valid points but they're coming from that angle it invalidates everything they're saying um so I, I don't know. I mean, should Kathleen Kennedy lose her job? I'm not the guy to ask for that. I mean, I just know I didn't like the last two Star Wars movies. And I'm a guy that grew up loving Star Wars. And as much as I dislike the prequels, at least they were Star Wars prequels to me. You know, like they, right. they, fit, they fit in the universe. Mm-hmm. Now, Solo, again, Solo fits in the universe, but it just it, it didn't do anything to build the character for me. Right. So I'll give Solo a pass. I'll watch Solo again. I'll probably get it on, on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I, I will get it on Blu-ray because I bought Last Jedi. But Last Jedi is where the, uh, you know, the, the the turning away from the fans and the, the things like that um, really plays into part for me. If replacing Kathleen Kennedy's puts these movies in my eyes back on track, then do it, you know. So let me do ask it. you, the, the next Star Wars film coming I, out next year, if you knew, if, if that movie does poorly... Would you not see that movie? No, I'm gonna go see it. I mean, I'm not gonna. You know, it's the last chapter. <laughs> I'll go see it. Um, but you know, I said it before on the show. I'll say it again. I'm definitely in for nine. I'm in for opening night nine. You know, because I'm not. You know, it's still, it's still a part of who I am. I'm waiting a week. Really? Yeah. I don't know that you can, yeah. man. I'm gonna spoiled. And I'm gonna. I ain't giving. <laughs> All right. I'm not giving the opening weekend money. I'll wait a week. But um. But like I said, I am. The Ryan Johnson trilogy, I don't give two craps about. I right. can't even. I hear you. The Game of Thrones, maybe, because I think they'll do a great job with it. Sure. Um, but yeah, the, the Ryan Johnson trilogy, I don't give to. I, I don't give. I mean, I'm not saying I'll never see them, but I have no excitement for it. I'm not going to go crazy about it when they come out. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, if they replace her, who, who are they going to get? Like who? I mean, there's this guy. Is it Pablo Hidalgo? There's the guy that ran the animated. That kind of ran Clone Wars and Rebels that, that everybody wants to head the studio. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think it's Pablo Hilgot. I think it's mm, him. That doesn't sound um, right. And maybe he will work. Maybe yeah. maybe, maybe, it, uh, maybe it will work if it is him. Um, but, you know, it's what you say. Like you said, it's a rumor. So It's rumor. That's where we're at. Juicy rumors. I just do. I don't care. I just want these moves to be good again. I don't care. Keep her if she can make them good again. I don't care. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree with you. If she can, <laughs> if she can make it right, then I don't care who who's in charge. Just just do it right. 
you know. But yeah. when you're forcing like a, a vision that's not with the fans, I well, you're gonna feel the backlash, you know, if you're gonna alienate alienate the people that that made it. It's great. This franchise is great because the fans made it great. You know, it's not Star Wars. Yeah. It's great just because of what it is. No, the fans made it great. That's why it's it is what it is. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> but but here's another thing to say that. Do you know how many people would have to agree not to go that first week to tank it, like to purposefully tank it? I mean, that's a huge hey. number of people. And I don't think. Look at Solo. I don't think people were. Te- I don't think that's all. No, that's what I'm talking about Solo. I don't think people purposely stayed away from it to, t- to purposely tank it. I think they heard it was mediocre or they were. I think there's a lot of that um, blockbuster uh, tiredness or whatever we talked about, you know. Fatigue, yeah. You know, because of fatigue, that's it. You know, I think that was a big part of it too, and, and and I mean, it was probably like, well, let's let me wait for the reviews, and the reviews weren't weren't so great, so maybe something like, yeah, I can wait, you know. Ah, I think you're wrong, dude. I think you see that 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 title, Star Wars, that alone should bring you to the movie theaters. I At one time, that. it did. At one time, it did. Mm. You know, mm. at one time when you saw that Star Wars thing, it's like, holy crap. Stop the presses. Let's call in sick for work and let's go watch a movie. Well, you know, there's something there's something else going on that I, maybe you know it. I, don't know, I can't put my finger on it. But it started obviously with Last Jedi because everybody loved The Force Awakens. But it started with The Last Jedi. Yeah, the and Force Awakens really was well soft, dude. I, I, like, I, I liked it, but it reminded me way too much of A New Hope. I liked it a lot. And no, I it was good, but come on. Yeah. It was a ripoff. Uh, fine. Okay, like, but but I enjoyed I, it. I'm not I'm not gonna knock it. I'm not, I don't hate it. Yeah, you know? but but it's it, it kept me excited for Star Wars. Yes, I you agree. know it's yeah. something I went back and saw like three or seven times right. in the theater, yeah. and then Rogue One came out and I saw that like four times in the theater and I loved it. So something, some, Last Jedi did something to the fandom, and people don't want to admit it. People that love it certainly don't want to admit it, but it did something to the fandom because Last Jedi did something that not even Phantom Menace did. Because I hate Phantom Menace and I was in line for Attack of the Clones. And I really dislike Attack of the Clones, but I was in line for Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, you're and right. And I, I could find redeeming things in those two movies because as, ba- as bad as the dialogue was, as bad as the acting was, those were Star Wars movies. Yeah. Last Jedi, I don't know what I watched. It was it was a it was a it was a bad episode of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Dave Filoni is the guy that runs the animation. Yeah, that's the name. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. Well, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. We'll see. All right, Alan, you know what time it is? Hello, this is Bernie. This is Gamer News and Redbox Reviews. Uh, so, if you guys haven't heard yet, Overwatch has released a new character. His name is Wrecking Ball, and like he a is a giant hamster. Uh, what? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't know this game would get silly, but it just got kind of silly. Yeah. So, this it's a hamster in a huge uh, mech suit, like D.Va. Um, oh. So, he has quad cannons. It's an automatic assault, you know, so you can basically spray. No, it looks like he has a clip, though. Nice. Um, so similar to Diva's mech suit, he also has an ability called Roll, which looks a lot like uh, Junkrat's um, Rip Tire. So he basically goes in this like goes into the hamster ball and just rolls around the map. <laughs> uh, he also has a grappling claw similar to Widow, so he can uh, propel himself from distances with the claw. 
and it looks like he also has a minefield that uh, deploys a couple of mines on the field. So that's one. That's one bad hamster. Right. Uh, so he's in PTR <laughs> right now. So not live yet, but looking at the footage, actually looks pretty cool. But we'll see. We'll see if they uh, nerf him before they actually release him live. Um, speaking of nerf, well, actually, she got a buff. Uh, Symmetra is live now. She got a redone. She got a redo with her abilities, with her shield and her turrets and everything. So I'm actually updating my console right now so I can play her. <laughs> um, and as far as my review, I went ahead and played. A DLC for Final Fantasy XV. Uh, this was episode Ignis. If you play the game, you probably was pretty disappointed with the story. It was un it was kind of unfinished, honestly. Um, and I'm a big RPG fan. Like Final Fantasy is my thing. So they released a DLC in uh, March to kind of fix the ending of the game. So um, this DLC was like I think it was five dollars. Uh, at least for the PlayStation Network, it was five dollars. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to unlock three alternative endings uh, for the DLC. So the first one that you can get, uh, it explains the original ending of the game, like why things turned out the way they did. Um, and then there's an alternate ending where you can, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but you can change the ending to where it's actually what I think is what it should have been. Uh, so the, the good ending. And then of course there's the bad ending if you fail the mission. But I think this was a really good DLC for Square to release. I think it kind of clears things up for the story pretty well, just because they did kind of rush it uh, when you play the original. I actually, I didn't even know I was beating the game until the credits were rolling. And I was like, oh, are you crazy kidding me? <laughs> now, Burn, do you think they released the alternate endings because the fans were upset? Or was that something you think they planned on doing? Before? You know, I think, uh, I was telling uh, Alan this earlier, I think a lot of uh, games are starting to get released that are unfinished. And I was telling him that I think it's because now that, you know, uh, you can download games online and everything, if the game is bad or there's something wrong with it, they can fix it. You know, they can release a patch, they can update, and they can fix whatever they didn't have time to the first time they released it, you know? Whereas, like, back in the day, you have a cartridge, you have a disc or whatever, and if it's not finished, then your game just sucks, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But I don't know. I don't think that you think that's a good practice, though. You think it's kind of ripping off because then they charge they charge you more to have a better ending or something, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think I think it's it's not um, it's not ideal, and I don't think it's it's good for the company to keep do. I mean, for me, this is like the first time Square's ever done a game where I didn't think it was finished. Like I played game, I played their games with bad endings before. Oh my, it wasn't really a bad ending, but you know, like Final Fantasy X, like that was just super upsetting ending. They had to make a whole new game after that to kind of fix it. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, you know, we all know that Aerith dies and that's a little upsetting too. But, you know, I think um, in this game, the the bad guy wins and I don't think I want to pay 60 bucks to lose. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So I was like, and I mean, for like a movie, that's like almost okay because you can make a sequel and, you know, obviously that's what a sequel's for. But for a game... Oh, I was I was pretty upset when I when I beat it. I didn't want to beat it because you know, I'm, I'm also a completionist. So I was like, dang, I have so many trophies I don't have still. I didn't want to beat it, but they fixed it. And I think uh, they're also gonna be releasing more DLCs in 2019. Uh, I think just to kind of wrap um, wrap the story up a little bit better because they ha they still have quite a few holes as far as like um, the interaction between characters. 
Is this unusual for for uh, Final Fantasy? Like, this Square Enix, right? That that does this game. Yeah. Is it unusual for them to have these little, you know, not completing it? No, no. Uh, as far as you know, I played all the PlayStation ones. You know, like seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. I didn't play thirteen because I just heard too many bad things about thirteen. Um, and 14 is also online, so there's no. I don't think they have really had like loose endings like this. And if mm. they had, then they end up releasing sequels to kind of fix it. Like um, I know 13 has a couple of sequels. It's not even just one. I think there's like two or three of them. Hmm. Yep. But anyway, so if you were upset with Final Fantasy 15, play Episode Ignis, and I think that will turn your perspective around. All right. All right. All right. Cool. We're tuning out. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks again, Burn and uh, Alan. Who times it? Quick hits! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> that actually sounds right for once. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, Luke Cage, season two for every weekend. Did you catch any of it? I did okay. not. No, I did not. Um, uh, it's been getting... Now, it's funny because when we talked about this, you said you were seeing bad reviews online. Yeah. I was seeing good reviews online, so mm. I don't know what the truth is. The truth is, this is my truth. You I can't handle the truth. Yeah, I want the truth. <laughs> um, so I, I watched the first, I think I'm in episode three, and so far for me, uh, it's kind of boring, I'll be honest with you. Oh, it's kind of boring. Hmm. Um, for me not to be able to binge watch a show, like when I really start to like a show, you know, especially on a weekend if I'm watching it, I'll sit there for 10 hours and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, um, that was Cobra yeah. Kai. That was... Yes, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai was one after another, after another, after another. No, I'm talking Cobra Kai. I'm talking Narcos on, on Netflix. I could go through a whole list of shows that are awesome. Right. Uh, yeah, but Luke Cage, I was finding myself forcing myself to watch episode two. You know, I'm pausing. I'm, I'm taking a break. I'm cleaning. I'm going back to it. And that's not how I binge. So hopefully it gets better. Uh, you were seeing not so good reviews. I was seeing good reviews. So who knows what's happening. Uh, yeah, so season two. I think our next one is... Daredevil's supposed to be coming out soon, I think. Um, mm, I Iron Fist, isn't it? Because they, they just did Jessica Jones. Right. Maybe yeah. it's Iron Fist. Maybe it's Iron Fist, unfortunately. Yeah. Wait, when you say it's 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 boring because it's just what? Like, if the pacing's bad? Yeah, and the story's kind of slow moving. And See, I read an article that said that Luke Cage Season 2 redeems Iron Fist. Oh, come on. <laughs> so, I'm trying to wait for it. I haven't even seen Danny yet, but... Danny Red. So we'll see what happens. Oh, is he going to be uh, in this one too? That's, yeah, said Luke Cage season two redeems him hmm. as a character. Yeah, so we'll see. All right. All right. Quick hit. Quick hit. Uh, comic book news, Alan. Uh, Batman number 50 is coming out next one's, uh, next week, July 4th. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's the wedding of Batman and Catwoman. Are you going to hang this one on your wall? <sighs> <laughs> such a hateful statement <laughs> you are aren't you no it's not mary jane and peter so i'm okay. not gonna go okay why don't you go watch kingdom of crystal skull again for the night count yeah okay, okay. in black and white yeah. hey it works. Uh, <laughs> only for you uh oh, yeah cool. so they're he, getting married yeah they're getting married and but the weird thing is this is because i'm like all right so kyle and bruce wayne they're they're legit they're like they've been getting, they're like oh no bruce wayne's not getting married to selena kyle Batman's wearing Catwoman. They're saying Batman can't, I mean, Bruce Wayne can't marry Selena Kyle because Selena Kyle's a known thief. So you can't have like a, 
you know, a highfalutin rich guy marry a, a known criminal. So I don't know how they're going to do that. How that that Batman and Catwoman are going to be married? Oh wait a minute! You know what, dude? They're not getting married. They're getting married. No, they're so? not. No, they're, they're not. That's going to be one of those stupid. This happens a zillion times. How many times would Peter Parker and Mary Jane supposed to get married? It didn't happen in that issue. It didn't happen. Just recently in X Men. Right? Spoiler alert. No, right. I didn't read it. Don't. Don't. Oh. I didn't read it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Why do you know that? I didn't know you used to read X Men. Um. All right, no, let's, let's make a bet. You think you think it's you said it's coming out this Wednesday? Next week, yeah. Next week. All right, you're saying it's going to happen. I'm saying it's not going to happen. They've been building this thing up for all like it's not just like a one-off thing. They've they've got they've been building it up. They've been building the relationship up. Something. I mean, I think this is one of those things. If it's some weird twist where they're really not getting married, people might get like, "Were you create like out of control?" But they've done this before. Not I mean, with these two. No, I'm I'm talking about. Peter Parker, Mary Jane, where they alluded that they were going to get married. And it didn't no, but happen. they never got they never got this close. I mean, they got wedding dresses and all this crap. Bachelor parties were had. You know, things were happening. All right. Bachelor parties was that in the comic books too? It was Nightwing and Superman, and they they went to you know he he doesn't go to strip clubs with you know how Batman is. So, <laughs> okay. <it was> like, <laughs> all right. Um, interesting. Okay. But we'll find out next Wednesday. Yes. Okay. All right. And I have another comic book. Quick hit. Quick hit. Oh, you do, actually. Oh, yeah. Marvel is doing something called Infinity Warp. And what that is is that, uh, I don't remember, what year was this when they did Amalgam? Was that early 90s? Late 90s. Late 90s. Oh, yeah, it was late 90s, where Marvel and DC kind of mixed, physically mixed their characters together. Marvel is doing something similar towards the end of the year where they're taking their own characters and mixing them up. So you're going to have a mixture of uh, Doctor Strange and Captain America, Iron Man and the uh, Iron Man, Iron Man and Thor is what they're doing. And each each will be like two little mini series. And you know, in the article they really go into like why this is happening, but uh, it's happening. You know, so uh, yeah, you interested in seeing something like that? Yeah, maybe. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Sounds gimmicky. Maybe. Maybe if they make cool Funko Pops out of them, I will. Gimmicky. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. As, as hey, I'll tell you something, man. I give major props to DC, com- uh, DC the comic books, right? It seems like they're doing a lot of fun things, a lot of cool things, and Marvel Comics is, I think it's they're going the wrong direction. Yeah, well, Infinity Warp is Marvel. I think they're trying to right the ship. With um, that? Yeah, they, they relaunched Avengers. Um, oh. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to change things. Uh, but DC is, yeah, DC's been hitting on all cylinders for years with their comics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we'll see. Okay. All right. Spider-Man Homecoming 2 has an official title. It is called... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was giving you some music. Spider-Man Far From Home. Well, <laughs> it was. Okay, go ahead. My last we saw Spider-Man, spoiler alert. He was disintegrating to dust in Infinity War. And he was very much far from home. He was on the planet Titan. Yes. Um, but this seems to apply that he's going to Europe for summer vacation with some of his friends. Hence, far from home. As stated before, Jake Gyllenhaal has been tapped to play Mysterio, who will be the main villain in this movie. Uh, they're tweaking his um, origin a bit. Instead of being a um, stuntman, was he? Uh, yes. Special like effects, man. wasn't he? Special effects guy, yeah. right. He is a failed magician slash actor, uh, I guess from England or something. Oh, that's better. 
<laughs> so and um, and the vulture is, is you know uh, Michael Keaton scheduled to come back in some capacity. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll love this movie if they're really trying to form that sinister stick. Then I'm gonna be like, wow, this is cool. Well, I think they are. I think I think that's well, what they're going. Yeah, they should. I'm so sick of this. Hey, is the second movie? Let's introduce another bad guy. And then he dies at the end of the movie. And you, you know, the next movie is the same thing. You know? Right. So right. Something different. Yeah. Well, the, Marvel's been doing that. They've been keeping their bad guys alive uh, a little bit more recently. So <laughs> also... Yay. Yay. Huzzah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so sad news for Kevin Smith. Uh, he's been having, I mean, except for his heart attack, he's been having a pretty good year. Um, he's lost a crap ton of weight. Um, and, uh, oh, well, the men is they cancel, uh, AMC has canceled comic book men. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, I, t- I took you to the store, didn't I? Yeah, we went. Yeah. So we've been, we've been to the, the store in Red Bank, New Jersey. Um, it's a cool store. I bought, I bought my favorite Nightwood statue there. And I know I took, did you buy anything there? Mm, negative. No. All right. But it's a comic. I mean, you're like, ooh, we're gonna, and then it's just it's a comic book store. It's <laughs> really all it is. Um, but you yeah, know, what, like I gotta tell you what I remember about that day, though. It wasn't the comic book store. I don't know if you remember, but we we're driving home. I was falling asleep. <laughs> I thought we were gonna die. Anyway, yeah, yeah that's I what remember I remember that, about man. that day. Yeah, you were out, bro. I was like, dude, are you sleeping? Yeah, I don't know what was going on in my brain then. Mm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's, that's funny that's you remember brain. that. Yeah. Uh, we're alive, so stop complaining. <laughs> did you um, watch that show? I did. I watched it every week. Well, it came on after Walking, Talking Dead, or whatever they called it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm recording a watch just because I watched it because I knew the story. I got it. Yeah, and I, I actually did I meet him? No, I just saw I saw two. I saw Ming and one, I think the, the bearded guy at a convention once. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I watched. It was all right, but it was all you know. It was all like every week they had a famous person walking, like oh. What are you, what are you doing, doing here? Thanks. <laughs> and then you always have, oh, I never told you. Did I ever tell you my, I could have been on the show? What? I was selling, uh, no, this is a true story. It was last summer, two summers ago. I was selling a, um, uh, a Quicksilver action figure from back in the 90s. It was the first, I think it was the very first Quicksilver action figure. Oh, yeah, made. I remember that one. And um, I have it, you know. I had it, you know, in package and stuff like that. And I was, you know, I started selling all my old toys. So I, I had it up on eBay and I got an email from this woman saying, I'm a, I'm a producer or I'm a casting director on AMC's uh, comic book man. And your item seems like the perfect thing to bring into our shop. And if you're interested, let me know. So I, t- you know, I wrote the back, I'm like, yeah, I'd be interested. What do I got to do? And they sent me back this whole list of things I had to do. And one of them was like, you know, make a video, be yourself. You know, if you're goofy, be goofy. If you're zany, be zany. But don't go overboard. I'm like, I, you know. <laughs> I, I was looking at this list of things. I'm like, I'm not doing all this. Um, so, yeah, I never, I never, I never. Oh, bummer. And this is my thing, because I watched the show. And the guy, Walt, who I find a bit annoying, who's like running the, the store, mm-hmm. when he haggled, for, you know, when he tried to haggle people down on prices. Yeah. I'm like, no, dude, because I, I, like, he tried to haggle me. I'm like, F you, man. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. Because he really lowballs me. I felt he lowballed a lot of people on that show. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, I want $100 for this. I'll give you 27 cents. <laughs> he goes, and, then, and he'll go down like, can you do $30? I can do $1.35. That's the best I can do. I'm like, dude, you're killing the guy. He's doing the job. His job. Come on. Uh, 
I know. I mean, I'm exaggerating. But anyway, yeah, so I, I could have been on Comic Book Adventures. 27 cents. As you can tell by listening to the podcast, I have a face for radio. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Okay. So, Comic canceled. Peace oh. out, homies. Peace. Quick it. Speaking of streaming services, as we were about 20 minutes ago, mm-hmm. there's a rumor out there that there's a good news, bad news. The good news is they're going to make a Kenobi solo movie with Hugh McGregor. Huzzah. Mm-hmm. The bad news, maybe it's not bad news, is that Disney might want to save it for their streaming service, kind of like how Netflix did that Will Smith movie, Blight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was made with, you know, it's, I think a lot of people with streaming services, when they put out their own original movies, you, you, you automatically think movie of the week. Yeah. But it's really not. It, I mean, these are like professionally done movies, you know, Hollywood movies that, for reasons, the companies wanted to put it on their streaming services, like the Cloverfield one that came out right after the Super Bowl mm-hmm. on Netflix. Um, so the rumor is that they'll make the Kenobi movie and to help push the, the Disney streaming service, um, they'll premiere it on Disney, whatever the streaming service will be. Hmm. I think it's a great idea. Um, I mean, part of me doesn't because I would love to, you know, I, I would love to see a Kenobi movie on the big screen. But I think they'll get tons of downloads. You can watch it as many times as you want if it's streaming. You know what I mean? Um, Dude, I want Kenobi on the big screen. Let me tell you, man. Last Jedi is currently on Netflix now. And I was like, oh, wow, look at this. And let me give it a shot again. Holy crap. I couldn't get through the first five minutes. Like, all those feelings came back again. When it when Poe was talking to General Hux. Yeah. You know, like, uh, Hugs. You were right. He does say Hugs. Is it Hugs? Because I had the, you know, the... Whatever. Close caption. The closed caption. I'm like, oh my god, John was right. He was calling him hugs, and I was like, I couldn't get through the five that's, minutes. No, that's what he lost me in the movie when when I, I was like, is he calling him hugs? Yeah. Is he calling him hugs? Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that. First, that was my first weird sign, and then when Luke tossed the lightsaber, I was like, I was so yelled, "F you!" <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I do remember. I was like, what am I watching? What am I watching? <laughs> When I I do remember when I did watch that movie, I was actually impressed with well, like the battle scenes in the beginning of the movie. Man, it does not translate to TV. So I, I think Kenobi, Kenobi, Ewan McGregor, big screen. I want on big screen. Speaking of Kenobi on the big screen, Adam, uh? it's a double to two for one quick hit. Uh? Uh, <laughs> it's rumored that Ewan McGregor will be appearing in episode nine as the ghost of Ben Kenobi. Ooh, I like awesome. it. Well, unless... I mean, the ghost part, unless he's there as a flashback as to when he gave up his daughter, Ray. Oh! <laughs> Granddaughter, Ray. I don't know who she was. Granddaughter I, probably fits like in his eighth, like right? Yeah. yeah. So I would love, look, you and McGregor, Ben Kenobi, I'll take him any way I can get him. Make it so. All right. Make it so. Uh, I didn't do my scroll, scroll, so now I'm lost. Where am I? Mm-hmm. Toy news. Oh, okay. Um, and toy news. A new Lego series is coming out with the most. Is it, do we say it's the most pieces? Most pieces. Most pieces. And boy, they chose the perfect thing to do it with. Mm-hmm. Voltron, Lion Voltron, not that ridiculous car Voltron. <laughs> but uh, they are making a Lion Voltron. That will be available at San Diego Comic Con this year. It's um, it includes over 2,321 pieces. He will measure 15 inches high, five inches long, huh? And eight inches wide. 
What? <laughs> oh, you know what? They're probably talking about the lions. No, it says Voltron measures 15 inches high, 5 inches long, and 8 inches wide. This makes sense to me. I don't get that. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Dimensions confuse us. Um, yeah, and then it goes, it breaks down the measurements of the black, yellow, blue, green, and red lines. But I'm not okay. about that. Sword is 11 inches. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, and his shield is uh, 6 inches. I've never seen the shield in the cartoon, do you? I don't remember the shield at all. I, I feel like I did see it. Really? Uh, the Lego uh, Ideas Voltron will be... At San Diego, the debut of San Diego Comic-Con, July 17th to the 22nd. Uh, it will be released, I guess, world... So it's not exclusive, but it will be released, I guess, to the general public August 1st. It is going for a crisp $180 bill. Boom. 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 Which I think for Lego sets is not bad. I think the Millennial Falcon is going for like one fifty. Hey, I dig the fact that they're making this this toy where it can, you know, you can do the lines thing and then it'll transform to the robot thing too. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's I mean, if you know, people listening, if you like Voltron, look at pictures and this thing looks incredible. It's sick. I'll post a picture it, on Instagram. It really, yo, that's a good idea. Yeah, sick. Hmm. I, I forget how media how social media works. <laughs> yeah, it really is sick. It looks great. Yeah, it does. All right. No, it looks really good actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll form the Blazing Sword. All right. Uh, you got some Halo TV news, though? Halo. Oh, I'm sorry. Quick it. Quick it. Yeah, Halo. Halo. <laughs> Did you play Halo? Yeah, I remember it was one. You loved that game. You never played Halo? No, it's not the game that came with the Xbox when it first came the out. The first Xbox, Xbox, yeah. 360 or regular Xbox? Uh, the very first a a Xbox. Yeah, you loved whatever. that game. Oh, that game was sick. Yeah. Twice, can we get into it? Oh my goodness! Anyway, it's a five billion dollar franchise. It's 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 pretty big. Anyway, Showtime, man, everyone's doing their own thing. Showtime is doing a Halo TV series, and they ordered uh, I think ten episodes or so. I can't remember how many it was. Yeah, ten oh. episodes ordered for Showtime, and that's and pre-productions is starting next year. So if you're a big fan of Halo, and a lot of people are, I think uh, this this sounds exciting. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. I mean, the, the what is it? The aliens take over the Earth or something? Yeah. And you got to well, fight to get back from them? Yeah, why not? Space space Marines, dude. Feeding, yeah. uh, fighting aliens. That game was so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah, I, I remember that in God's War you always talk about. Oh, yeah, that's another cool game. Or got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. And finally. Uh, Almost finally. Wait, what? Uh, Did I forget something? All right, well, let's see. Domestic box office there you go. has reached $6 billion in a record amount of time. So it only took, um, I guess they're going by the end of May or maybe end of June. So it took roughly six months for the United States to make $6 billion in box office receipts. Well, not the U.S. didn't make it. The, uh, the companies made it. Yeah. Um, which actually kind of makes sense because, I mean, $2 billion of the that came from oh no wait that might have been the total gross two billion yeah, i don't know well we know infinity war played a big part in that um but then you have things like jumanji welcome to the jungle um incredibles 2 even solo contributed black panther was huge black panther um greatest showman in jumanji brought a combined 360. uh black panther uh domestic total just under 700. wow um 
Where's the Avengers? This is, it has not say what the Avengers did. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Avengers brought in 257.6 domestic. No, wait. That was a week opening weekend. Um, yeah, so Deadpool 2. Yeah, Avengers Infinity War, Deadpool 2, Black Panther, Greatest Showman, Jumanji, Incredibles 2, Jurassic World, Solo. Yeah, $6 billion. Wow. Mucho yep. dinero. Mucho Robert De Niro's. Correct. <laughs> All right. And lastly, today, Jonathan, it's with heavy heart. Today is the last day that Toys R Us will be open. Toys R Us <laughs> tweeted this morning, <laughs> 8 o'clock this morning, that today is the last day of final sales. If you're near Toys R Us and it's still open, this is the last day. So, <laughs> very sad. Yeah. It really is very sad. Yeah. yeah we, we've talked about Toys R Us in our uh, um, stores long gone. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about them and, you know, played a huge part of our childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, world's biggest toy store. Yeah. The greatest selection. It's a time of year. Yeah. <laughs> it is a bummer. It is. It is but such is life. But there are rumors out there that uh, someone's trying to bring back Toys R Us. We know uh, someone's saying Toys R Us Canada, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. So maybe 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 it'll come back in some smaller form in the U.S. And apparently they're trying to bring KB back too. So maybe all is not forsaken. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I think we're done. Thus ends quick hits. Thus ends another the week in geek. Woohoo! This is Alan signing off. And this is Jonathan saying, "You stay classy, San Diego Comic Con." <laughs> <laughs>